Alsing spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by the Gateway Section of the PGA. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm Jay, your host, Pearly. What's up? Where are you? What's going on? I know you're Florida. Where are you? No, I'm in, I'm in Texas. Down in Texas, uh, burnt end uh, burnt end beef is what I'm after down here, baby. Burnt end beef. Wow, must be nice. I don't know about. Did you miss that invite that as well? I didn't yeah, get that one either. Yeah, the mail slow meat. The mail oh, slow. Yeah, doesn't reach over here where the peons live. All right, we format a show like around the golf. The first segment's called the on the range segment, and the on the range segment is brought to you by the Gateway section of the PGA. There's over 300 men and women in our section, in our area, southern Illinois, all the way up to Quincy, all different parts of the state of Missouri that spend countless hours doing things behind the scenes in front of uh, their membership, in front of their their folks, enhancing our golf experience. And we want to thank them and uh, appreciate them being part of the show. Pearl, what's our social media look like? We... Um, we got to get some real meat on this uh, report from you today. Well, Twitter's fantastic. Snapchat is unbelievable. Uh, LinkedIn, your LinkedIn posts are uh, are just uh, hot as can be. But uh, the Facebook, Zuckerberg's in a lot of trouble with all the garbage he's been doing in, in front of Congress. And he just, he, he finds ways not to return my phone calls. So I can't really give you an update on Facebook. So we don't know anything about Insta either, do we? Insta nothing. <laughs> Great. We can take that to the bank. Um, but we do want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing, 314-805-2132. Fantastic people. They do a great job of refinishing things inside your house, outside your house. They business is booming. They've got great professionals ready to help make your house look like new. All right, Pearl, I am jacked up. Ryder Cup special today. We got our... our our college teammate, UCLA um, fellow student, Tom Randolph, he's been producing, co-producing and producing golf for NBC Sports for 43 years. And we are talking all Ryder Cup this show. That's awesome. Tommy's a fun guy. I think he did a nice interview. And uh, what a wealth of knowledge. I, uh, I wish we could have him on a whole lot more. Uh, he's seen a lot of different things, and he's worked with some big, big names. Yeah, he really has. All right, so Pearl, Pearl, first of all, you and I have played Whistling Straits. We were playing up in the uh, GMO several times. How, First of all, how gorgeous is that property? You know, we've both been way lucky to see great properties really throughout the world. And I, and I text uh, Tom uh, Randolph a, couple, a day before the uh, Ryder Cup just to tell him how gorgeous it is and, you know, wish him a good show and things like that. I'll tell you, Jay, and I know Pebble's spectacular, and you can't beat Pebble's 18. I get all that. But that was beyond stunning for me. Uh, what what Dai has created there uh, and, and what they've put together there and, and cultivated for all these years to make it that special, it's a bucket list. If you're a golfer, it's a bucket list play, uh, place. And by the way, it's, it's Wisconsin, so it's easy to get to. It's, yeah, from the Midwest, and it's spectacular. Yeah, I mean, you fly into Milwaukee, and then you got about an hour's drive, and you know, John, I'm not a Pete Dye fan of the golf courses he's done, but that place, when you walk off the first green, 
the way he's got that mounded, you walk over, walk off the first green, through that little walkway to the second tee, and all of a sudden you see Lake Michigan, and you're like, what's that? It looks like an ocean. Yeah, well, I mean, it, yeah. remember, and I looked at you, I'm like, huh? There's, this, there's, you know, there's water on this property? It was great. Anyway, what about the, the red, white, and blue? I, my, my hat is off to Steve Stricker. His, his vice captains did a great job. They stayed out of the way. So to speak, Pearl, nothing was really about them. Even Strick, you know, he's such a low-key guy, cool Midwestern guy. Um, just he 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 got the guys together. He funneled all of the credit to those guys. And man, Pearl, I am so geeked about the 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 youth on this team and where okay, okay, we're okay, going. Okay, okay. I totally agree with you. But before we get into that, and we have to get into that because that's a big topic. I get a kick out of Stricker. He could barely talk without without crying. Oh no, he was he got- crying. The tears were rolling down his eyes, and I, I sent him a text, and I'm like, "Man, that was that was a great interview. Congratulations! I've never been more proud to 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 wear the red, white, and blue." And he goes, "Thanks, man." He goes, "I don't think I said anything. I was crying so hard." Well, but my point is, he cried at the opening ceremony. He cried at the questions afterwards. He cried at the closing ceremony. He cried in between. Oh my the guy God. was just, and you know, it was it was so interesting because he did a great job walking the tightrope, in my opinion. We've both been at events when the fans get unruly, and I think the cheering's fantastic. But you, you, golf's different. You, you, you can't. It's not like when a guy shoots a foul shot in an NBA game and you, you, you jeer him and you try to throw him off. Golf's different, and I appreciated the way Stricker handled it. Almost, almost on the edge of detrimental to the team, you know, kind of pushing back. But then also talk about what uh, how Spieth. I think you have a little bit more insight on how kind of Spieth backed off a couple fans. That were absolutely, well. absolutely. Straight away, first match of the day, first match of the of the Ryder Cup, and he got in the face of a fan who was being overly rude to the European side. And he's like, "We're not doing that." And I thought it was spectacular. And then he also, you know, Pearl, there's just, there was just, there's an edginess to this team that I just love. There's, they've got a little swagger. They're not over the top. They're not disrespectful, but they had fun and they're a confident bunch. And what the hell they should be. Well, I, I'm glad they set the tone because of, of that, keeping the fans and, and the, the announcers did. I think the PGA was trying to do it. It's important. This game is different. And if we let it just go by the wayside and we're throwing things at players and hurling nasty comments and that kind of stuff, I, I just I, I just don't think the, the game benefits from that. And I think it could take a lot away. So I appreciate the way Stricker handled a lot of that. And you know who else handled it well? Because it wasn't perfect, right, by a long shot. By a long but, shot. Uh, uh, Patrick handled it fantastic. You could tell a couple times he was he was choking down frustration and saying how much he appreciated the fans, because in general, I'm sure he did. But he never sat there and said, you know, a small number of people are ruining it or a small number of people cost us shots. You know, and there's just one time I'm watching him because you feel like, oh, I think he's just ready to explode and just spit bullets. And, and he just didn't do it. And I thought that showed so much class because they set the tone for the next one. And the next one, and that's what leaders do, in my opinion. And the, both those guys did a great job leading. But you and I can relate. Get back to the emotional part. <laughs> so many times we talk about our kids, 
We talk about our lives. We talk about our business. We talk about whatever. And even like when we're you're playing in uh, in St. Louis and the Ascension, you know how emotional that stuff is. And I hate that, but I guess it's a it's a little bit of a thing of age. I guess I don't know what. It's, I don't know. Really. I've always been crying at Hallmark commercials. <laughs> I can't stand myself. I'm like, why am I tearing up? It's just Lassie for God's sake. But um, yeah, I, I they just did a great job. Strick did a great job. But but John, we both know this comes down to one thing. Who's going to play better? Who's going to make putts? We're going to break this whole thing down. Some of the lines these guys took off the tees. Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, I, I don't. I, I mean, we, it, we can't even relate to it um, without being there. But um, let's run a tip of the cap segment. Uh, the tip of cap is brought to you by our buddies at Dean Team of Kirkwood. Man, Colin, I need you. My daughter Joe totaled that beautiful Volkswagen. <laughs> you got us. Nobody got hurt. That car is kaput. 314-966-0303. And we're tipping our cap this week to Captain Stricker, his vice captains, and the entire red, white, and blue U.S. team on the Ryder Cup. It was f- fantastic. We're flying the red, white, and blue right now, and we're going to be talking about this for a while. So thank you to the team of Kirkwood, specifically Colin and Brandy. 314-966-0303. Come back. We're going to the front nine. More golf with Jay Delsing. This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA of America for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Um, There are over 300 men and women PGA professionals in over 100 golf facilities in the greater St. Louis area supporting us. They're experts in the game. They know the business of the golf, of golf. And at this point in time, this pandemic, the golf courses are jammed. These folks are working 10, 12-hour days and just doing great stuff and really appreciate them. Every time you pull up to a public course or a private course, a driving range, there's a really good chance by that that facility is run by a member of our section. Some of the examples of the programs that are run by these PGA professionals and the Gateway PGA section include PGA Reach, Drive, Chip, and Putt, PGA Hope, and the PGA Junior League. To learn more about the Gateway PGA, go to gatewaypga.org. To find a local PGA professional coach for your next session, go to pga.com. The PGA, growing this game we love. Marcona Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize their entire local branch sales team as the best in the industry. In fact, any industry, all industries. Located in nearly 50 cities and towns across the United States, Marcona Appliance Parts branches set the standard for customer service and inventory. Our sales team have the expertise and knowledge to make your major appliance repair a snap. We stock thousands of parts locally or ship from our nationwide network of distribution centers to keep major appliances working properly using only genuine manufacturer's parts. It is our privilege to be the professionals behind the professionals that keep America's in-home major appliances running properly all year long. Well played, Marcone Branch team. Your tireless dedication and winning attitude is apparent. We salute you today for all you do. Marcone Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie Davila to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie Davila is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. 
When my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie de Villa was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner. And he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in. And there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie de Villa had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you Keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. One thing I've learned over the years is that many people don't realize that standard insurance policies aren't robust enough to handle their accomplished lifestyles. Ensuring your personal success adequately That's serious business. At Powers Insurance, they don't believe in treating clients like policyholders. They treat them like friends and family. Tim Davis at Powers Insurance can offer more than a policy. He has the knowledge and experience to properly protect your busy lifestyle. Call Tim Davis at Powers Insurance today, 314-333-4913, or find them online. Visit their website at powersinsurance.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Perley's with me. Brad Barnes, meet. He's taking great care of us here in the ESPN studios. We're headed to the front nine brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Man, what a great event. Uh, the city supported it in a huge way. Nick Ragone, Steve Spratt, our Busy getting the numbers, gathering the data. Cannot wait to relay that 
and we'll get one of those guys, maybe both those guys on the show and talk about how much money um, that event raised for charity. But um, we are headed to an interview. Uh, Our buddy, college teammate, Tom Randolph, 43-year veteran of television golf at NBC, a co-producer of NBC Golf, and he was just at the Ryder Cup. Let's go right there. Well, here it comes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow! In your life have you seen anything like that? Tom Randolph is brought to you by Golden Tee. I'm sitting down this morning with my uh, UCLA teammate and friend, Tom Randolph. Tom, thanks for joining me this morning. Of course. Great to talk to you, Jay. So, Tom, you were a senior when I was a freshman at UCLA, and you were an All-American, and uh, gosh, I can remember the very first round we played together. But now you're still involved in the game. You've been working for NBC Sports. When did you start doing golf? And tell us a little bit about your career. Well, I started in 19. I graduated from UCLA in 80, your freshman year. And I played a lot of golf and was still trying to play golf seriously. Um, At the time, NBC was just doing 12 golf tournaments a year. And John Brody, who was a former MVP of the NFL in 1970 and was an avid golfer, actually beat T.T. Rodriguez and and, um, George Archer in a playoff at the L.A. LA Senior Open to win a senior tournament. Um, he, we had played a lot of golf together and he was working NBC's football and golf. And he told the producer, uh, you guys, you know, have all football people, but nobody in golf. And I think I have this guy that has a pretty sharp mind and, uh, should help you in the truck. So I went right away to spotting in the, in the main truck. I was an econ major, so I didn't know anything about it. And, uh, it was basically a 12 weekend there was no cable back there, but it was basically a 30, 30 day a year job. So, and I was still trying to play golf, but I've done every golf tournament for the, well, starting my 41st year. Oh my gosh. And, and Tom, you bring up John Brody. Um, first of all, what a cool guy, but maybe one of the best athletes that's ever been around. Yeah, he's one. I mean, you know, of course, Bo Jackson and, and Dion, of course, when people talk about all around athletes. But John, when he went to, he was Oakland, came from Oakland High, went to Stanford. They wanted him to play baseball and basketball, and he ended up playing football and golf at Stanford. And and uh, he could he could basically play all the sports. But we also, you know, we'd play backgammon against each other. We'd golf all day and, you know, try to beat each other up. And then we'd play backgammon against each other, or any card game or anything. Tennis, we'd go out and, you know, do whatever. And uh, so we were both very competitive and got along great, even though he was you know, 20 years older than me. But I caddied for him when I was like 11 or 12 at Sharon Heights. So that's how I got to meet him. Oh, Sharon Heights is such a great, great uh, golf course. So, Dolph, your years at NBC Golf, I know you just came off the, the Ryder Cup at Whistling Straits, but talk a little bit about uh, being in the production side of golf because – most people have zero clue what it's like to be a producer. And the one thing that I know for sure about my short time with Fox is that golf is unlike the other sports because, A, there's no timeouts. B, there's golf balls flying in every direction at all 
hours and all time of the broadcast, and you don't ever get any time off. Yes, it's totally different. You know, even during the commercials, we're always taping, you know, shots and figuring out what we're going to do when we get out of the, the breaks. One of my big jobs is also to figure out when to go to commercial to miss the least amount of golf. You know, what shots, you're always figuring out what shots, you know, we think are important to show and what not to. So it's basically um, organized chaos. But it's, it's watching, we probably had 80 monitors during the Ryder Cup. So keeping track of all that, and then I have spotters in each group. If I have a question like who's going to hit first or they'll volunteer if somebody hit it in the water and we need to know something. But uh, and all, we have probably, well, we have every group tape probably about 20 tape machines. So those people, uh, there's a guy named Chris McGuire that runs our, our whole tape unit. So they're also selling stuff or saying if something happened. But basically – when we're on a shot, we're getting ready and queuing up another shot to put it on. But it's different than if a football game, a producer at a football game will, okay, you'll go to live action. The director will cut the camera, so whatever angles you're seeing for the live shot. And then the producer will be talking to the announcers and figuring out what replay can I get in before the next play. Is it a hurry-up offense? Will I put that in? Or, you know, what you can do. And he has a final say over everything in golf. You know, you might say, I'm going to go to Colin Morikawa on the 12th hole. And so the director may have two or three cameras to pick out of there. And then you're always, producers always say, okay, then we're going to go to X tape machine or we're going to go to a little feature or whatever we're going to put on there. So it's different. There's Tommy and Roy and I have produced together. And we actually have a new director this year, Joe Martin. But the three of us, kind of work together so if i hear an announcer say something about a swing that we need to you know see from behind we will go there then and you know i might say to the director hey take it from you know so and so angle so even though you know, and a director might see somebody hitting where a producer would normally say to go and they'll say well you sure you don't want to go there so it's basically three of us working together but it's it's organized chaos Dolph, it's it's what what else is really uh, logistically difficult is that the thing is spread out over hundreds of acres. I mean, you think about a football game. There's one ball. There's two teams, and the the arena itself is an enclosed entity, right? The golf is all, especially whistling straights. I mean, your pictures from up there were gorgeous. We used like three times as much cable on that course than we do in an average golf tournament. <laughs> yeah. It was so, it was so, it was so spread out. Oh, it's beautiful, and you can have. I mean, it's it's crazy the amount of different technology now too. Even that uh, that shot that Jordan hit and almost fell down on the seventeenth hole, where we tracked that whole ball. The guy that's doing that tracking device is sitting in a strict COVID um, lockdown in New Zealand. He's he's sleeping in his office. And he's talking to a guy that in our tape area to, you know, he's giving him that shot to cue it up to follow so people could see actually how high that Jordan actually hit that ball. So there's a lot going on. Oh, my gosh. I'll say so. So, Duff, how do you how do you choose the shot? I mean, you have to have a really strong sense of the moment and who's playing well and who's not playing well because um, – to, to be able to capture what you want to capture, it's not easy, is it? 
Well, I think the knowledge of actually, you know, playing golf and been in the golf my whole life helps. I've always had, you know, I had trouble just reading a book. I could <laughs> have two conversations going on and, you know, watching three different football games going on and playing cards at the same time. So my mind kind of works a little different than most that I could, I could do that. I mean, I might have three or four people talking to me at the same time and it's just learning how to hear what you want to hear. But it's, it's, it's kind of a lot of it's instinct. It's a lot of it doing it for such a long time. It's, it's, uh, you know, knowing how fast everybody plays. Um, you know, I write down always the distance between, the first green of the second tee, I have that on the notepad. So I know, okay, can I get a quick commercial in or can I, you know, get one or two shots before we're going to get to that tee shot. So there's, there's a lot of preparation, but you know, with the live golf, you got to change all the time. And then we have people like Gary Cope that will notice something on a swing. He had a great comparison that we did with Bob swinging so fast compared to Cantley's swing at the, at the tour championship. So there's, you know, there's, it's it's a real team effort. We had you know three or four hundred people at this last event. So as you know, when you work with Fox, so you know what, Dolph, and you guys have um, uh, John Wood and uh, Bones, Jim McKay, and Noda Begay. You guys have a lot of different perspectives from a lot of different uh, uh, voices, and I really think it's really coming together. I love it. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's 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 been a very the public has really loved. Uh, bones just having a different perspective and you know some and he, he has been i mean he he had to he was very observant and and with phil winning all those tournaments down the stretch you know he really you know he notices when people are speeding up or other you know he he notices a lot of of little things that have given us a great new perspective you know i've worked with roger forever roger Maltby. i still think you know he's the best at it between the He's, he's he's really good. He he is really good. And I thought it was interesting, uh, Tom, when, uh, you know, the, the little dust-up that occurred when Rom hit it in the water uh, on number five and um, and Rom's caddy kind of got a little mouthy with Jordan Spieth and everything. And I thought something was really struck me interesting uh, about our U.S. team this year is that we had more swagger uh, not disrespectful or anything, but we had more edge to us. And to listen to Jordan handle himself so well and also said, you know, I didn't raise my voice, buddy, whatever he said. I just thought, man, uh, he also, you know, stepped in there and made sure that the drop was taken at the right spot. Right. He he handled that perfectly. He really did. Man, I don't The know. whole team, it's, it's a different, the, the young guys, I mean, they're, I mean, they're so good. Some of these guys at 22 to 24, I mean, Cantley and Morikawa. I mean, I've never, you know, they're so much better than when we were 22 or 24. It's not even close. Oh, my gosh, it isn't. And that's my next question, Tom. What do you think the difference is in this version of the Ryder Cup? Because I felt like there was a real turning point in U.S. golf this, this past weekend. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, you, you well, first of all, the best players, besides Rom, the best players in the world now, the top ten players are, are from the U.S., and they're young, and there's no scar tissue from all the Ryder Cup, but they are, 
I mean, they're confident, ready to win majors right out of college. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And they're so, I mean, the, as tough as Cantley, the month Cantley has, it's been ridiculous. It's just, it's, it's actually really fun to watch. And people are really worried how golf is going to go downhill after Tiger. And these guys have really stepped it up, the Americans, to where it's, it's a fun watch. You know, Tom, I find that most of them are really good humans as well. They're great players, but they're really good. They're conscientious guys, and they really care. Um, Tom, over all the years, are there? can you just share a couple of uh, – I know you don't have a whole lot of time, but can you just share a couple of memories of things that stood out, either great shots? I know you've seen so many of Tiger's wins and so many of the things that he's done well. You guys have – Covered the Players' Championship forever, the U.S. Open for years and years. Johnny Miller, gosh, you got a whole laundry list of neat things to choose from. Well, Johnny was, I mean, Johnny was great. And growing up in Northern California like myself, he was always an idol. He was the guy when I was 15 or 16, you know, he was the guy we all looked up to. And he was winning 10, 11 tournaments during the year. Um, and his call one of the best calls, actually, Paul Azinger was on the ground at Oak Hill at the Ryder Cup, and Strange and Faldo were having a key match down the stretch. And and um, Curtis hit it into 18, and, and Johnny goes right away, he goes, that's a groove low. And I remember uh, Azinger goes, I don't think so, it's right at it. And Johnny goes, well, we'll see. And it came up short in the bank, and Nick won that match and ended up losing it. And Azinger even came back. I can't believe, how did he know that was? you know, a groove low and Johnny just said, well, I could tell by the sound when he hit it. So, I mean, it was, he, he did some credit. Johnny had, uh, he really did some amazing things, um, as far as calling, but the best golf was tiger at pebble. That was the best golf I ever seen. I went out there afterwards and I mean, he beat everybody by 15 and he never missed a putt you know, under six feet. And I went out there after it was all over and looked at the greens and they had the biggest spike marks you've ever seen. And you don't know, and they were dead, half dead. And you don't know how anybody could make a four footer looking at it. Oh my gosh. I can remember that. I can remember when he, he was up by a million and he hold about a six, five or six footer because he didn't have a three putt that week. Did he Tom? Yeah. He didn't have a bug. He didn't want it to go bogey free that last round too. Yeah. He didn't want to make a bogey. Man, yeah, and I remember Roger had made a great call on the sixth hole when he hit this shot up the hill from out of the rough, crazy shot, and he ran it up, the, and he, Roger just said, this isn't a fair fight, and that was yeah. it. So. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Well, this is But all the Ryder Cups have been great. The first, you know, we did, I've done in the last 15 of them since 91, and I think the, the most exciting at the beginning was going over 93 in the Belfry just to see the European fans and we had uh, eight of the last, you know, eight of the last matches went to the last hole. So, anyway, the Ryder Cups have been exciting too. Oh my gosh, it's just such great game. It's just such a great, uh, uh, just such a great game. Tom, hey, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you jumping on and, and sharing some of the insights because no one knows what it's like in that truck. It's pretty wild. I'd still rather be playing though. You know, which it was 1980 still when we were playing, though, Jay. All right, that's going to do it for the back nine. I mean, excuse me, that's going to do it for the front nine. Pearl, quick takeaway from that interview. Oh, man, just the career he's had. And, you know, we got to talk a little bit about 
uh, Tom, on some of the other details. What a unique individual he is. And I love when he said he can have three people talking at him at the same time and sort it out. That is who that guy is. He was amazing. The He would do fantastic feats that nobody would care about, but they were fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so that's going to end the front nine, but don't go anywhere. Pearly and I are going to break down that interview and more Ryder Cup special on the back nine. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, I know you've heard a lot about club fitting, but I need you to go visit my friends at Pro-Am Golf. They're a family-owned and operated golf discount shop in St. Louis that's been operating for over 40 years. They have a top quality fitter in CJ over there and a very qualified staff with the most up-to-date, state-of-the-art technology in the industry at all. They've got a really cool ball program coming that will help you fit your swing speed to the right ball. But most importantly, they have the lowest prices in town on this fitting. And you know what's really special? They take the price of the fitting and roll it into the new clubs that you purchase over there. So basically, the fitting costs you nothing. Visit Tom DeGrand. He's been in the business for over 40 years and a great guy. And they'll watch you hit balls in their simulator. So stop by and ask for the Delsing discount. And they'll give you even more money off their already low price. That's Pro-Am Golf, a family-owned business here in St. Louis. I am sitting down this morning with Gideon Smith, who is the head golf professional at Quincy Country Club. Hey, Gideon, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. Hey, uh, so uh, Quincy Country Club is a real sleeper in the area. Uh, uh, congratulations on being the head golf professional there. And tell us what's going on with uh, some Northern Illinois golf. Well, uh, Quincy Country Club, you know, we're two hours north of the St. Louis area. Uh, it's a club that's been established uh, in 1898. Um, we're kind of unique in the sense that we're all bent grass up here in the north, so uh, even though we're in the transition zone, uh, we still are able to have success with having the bent grass, uh, fairways, you know, obviously tees and greens. Oh my gosh, it, it it makes for a real challenge for your superintendent, doesn't it? Because, I mean, imagine trying to t- manage the, the green complex throughout the whole facility. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anytime that you're dealing with a cool season grass um, that is probably two hours south of uh, where uh, it would thrive. 
they definitely have their hands full, and I can't imagine what it's like down in the St. Louis area with the courses that have the bent grass as well. Right. We know that St. Louis Country Club is one, and Fox Run comes to mind another. But um, uh, So, um, Gideon, talk to us a little bit about what uh, our listeners might uh, not know that you have going on uh, that you're involved with. Because I know you have your um, the secretary of the Gateway uh, PGA Board of Directors, and you're just involved in a lot of golf-related things. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you always love to give back to your section. But, you know, the Quincy area is pretty rich in golf tradition. Uh, we've got quite a few good players that have come out of Quincy. Uh, D.A. Wybring, who played regular tour, Champions Tour. We have Luke Guthrie uh, kind of on the Corn Ferry Tour. We've got a couple of kids who – I think we're starting to get ready to go to Q school that uh, went through Quincy. So uh, we're really uh, rich in golf tradition. Uh, We enjoy playing golf up here as everybody does, but uh, we've had great success. Uh, I've enjoyed uh, my time working with the section and, you know, obviously uh, stepping up and uh, being elected as secretary. I've had a great time with that and look forward to serving uh, even more. Well, we appreciate. So one of the things that the spotlight I'm trying to do is is give folks an idea of someone like you who has these responsibilities as the head golf professional at Quincy Country Club and, and is also the secretary of our section of the board of directors. I mean, there's a lot that you guys, you men and women do that goes uh, kind of unnoticed behind the scenes. But I know you guys love the game and you're growing the game. And so it's all worth it. Absolutely. I, you know, uh, I think the biggest thing is uh, you're, you're working on your structuring your, your schedule to be able to uh, attend uh, meetings, uh, phone calls, a lot of phone calls now uh, that you're involved with, but it also comes down to having an amazing staff. And uh, I do have an amazing staff that allow for me to uh, head down to St. Louis uh, multiple times to go to meetings or whatnot and also having a board uh, of directors at the club here who are behind me 100% in uh, doing what we do for our section. Yeah, it's like anything that you do well, isn't it? It kind of the, the term it takes a village. You really need a lot of support and a, a lot of people uh, pushing and pulling the rope in the same direction. Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, with partners like yourself uh, and your show, I mean, we can't uh, do it without you folks and our listeners and everybody else. So uh, thank you to everybody who allows us to share our passion with you, with them. This is Gideon Smith. He's a head golf professional at Quincy Country Club. He's also secretary of the Gateway PGA Board of Directors. And this was the Gateway Spotlight. Gideon, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, The Ultimate Virtual Golfing Experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. I want to give a shout-out to my friend Colin Burnt over at the Dean Team of Kirkwood. Folks, if you're looking for any sort of vehicle, I know it says Volkswagen of Kirkwood. Colin has a parking lot full of new and used cars. I was just over there the other day. I bought 
of used VW Passat for my daughter, Joe, who just totaled it in an accident. She texted me, by the way, and said, Dad, I tapped a car in front of me. She tapped it so so well that the car's totaled. Anyway, I talked to um, to Colin, and he is working out a new vehicle for us. But we went over and looked. There is a huge selection of cars over there. My buddy Pearlie that does the show with me had bought a used Toyota truck from Colin and just loved the service and loved the vehicle. Um, 314-966-0303. This is like dealing with family over there. These are great people. Colin's there. His right-hand person, Brandy, is there to, to do anything they can to get you in the vehicle you want. Give them a call today. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Jay and John are chirping at you here from the ESPN studios. We're headed to the Back Nine that is brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. If you need any sort of coverage for your family, for your business, anything, you're opening a new business like I just did, anything. Call Ed Vogelbach, 314-398-0101. All right, John, let's talk Ryder Cup. Let's talk records at the Ryder Cup. Well, let's talk, let's, let's talk Tom Randolph first, don't we? Oh, yeah, okay. Yep, yep, I'm all over the place here. Let's talk. That's okay. So, that's, that's one and the same. He was just there. He's producing that as well. He's just phenomenal. He's done, what, 15 Ryder Cups. And, you know, Jay, it's such a cast of characters too that he's working with. I think they said there's 300 people on their team uh, doing doing that Ryder Cup. I'm really glad you did this. For the people kind of got a sense of what happens behind the scenes, and it's craziness. There's there's miles and miles of wires. There's people running all over the place, and him and a couple other guys are the ones that consolidate it and distill it down to what we get to see on TV. And he's just done a phenomenal job for all those years. And it takes a very special individual. A lot of people would go in that place. And they would be alcoholics by the end of their first week. And t- Tommy is just—it's just—he thrives on that. He just, you know, you, you hear people say uh, multitask. He's quadruple multitasking all of his life, and that seems to be where his sweet spot is. Yeah, we talked about the difference in golf and the other sports. You know, golf's—that's they had ca- they had to run cable, John, over three hundred acres. I think he said it was twice as much cable as he's ever used before. They had hundreds of hundreds of people. And, gosh, I forget how many cameras he said, John. He mentioned how many cameras he had. But when you go to a football game, you go to a baseball game, it's all right there in the stadium. This thing, there's no – when there's a timeout, this thing is still being played. Tiger's hitting a shot over at 6. Mickelson could be hitting a shot over at 12. Cantlay could be hitting a putt over at the 1st. Everything is going on at the same time, and it is just – he said it was just mass chaos, and that's pretty much, you know – what it's like when I had my short time with Fox, I was like, man, we're on the air, and this comes off as this really buttoned-up show on television, but, man, it's really not what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and plus, remember, they just go to these golf courses every once in a while. It's not not like they know them inside and out. It's not like some stadium that's got all the plugs where you need them. So it's, uh, it's quite an undertaking, and it's a lot of fun and really appreciate what they do and the other stations do to uh, to bring it to us is so special. Because to your point, this was a special one. This was a breakout one, wasn't it, for the, for the U.S.? 
No question. This set the tone. Made this set the tone. Hopefully for the next fifteen, twenty years. No question. And you know what's interesting about a guy like Tom Randolph, and it makes him so special. And I would put Mark Loomis in that same category. Tommy Roy, they know the game so well, yeah, John. And you yeah. have to. You have to understand the levity of the situation. You need to know what's going on with that player, how he's feeling, how he's thinking, what his tendencies are. Tom Randolph knows all of that stuff. Tommy Roy, know they know all of that stuff, and. In order to go, nope, we're not going to break away here. Some, you know, you just get this sense over um, over time that something important, incredible, disastrous—it's all right here on this shot. And that rhythm of the round, John—it's—it's that—that experience that really shows in the broadcasts. I agree. I agree. I was—I got to work for Tom. I think I've worked what one or two U.S. Opens and four uh, Ryder Cups uh, for them, and. Uh, it was just fascinating to watch how they work. Very, very long days and a lot of fun. And man, they're passionate about what they do, and you can tell that in the uh, in the broadcast. Well, and yeah, that Tommy, team. Tommy's a great, Tommy's a great guy. He's been a great friend for, of us for a long time, and really a successful career. We're good for him. Hopefully, he has many more. Oh, absolutely. And um, that team's won twenty some odd Emmys. I mean, they're not yeah. flying under anybody's radar. They are. They they they're doing what they do, and they do it extremely well. Yep, for sure. Well, sure. so let's talk about the players a little bit. How did G, How about the way DJ, first of all, the way he played, how about the way he drove the ball? Well, absolutely phenomenal. And that's a place where, again, having played it with you, um, you know, and I think TV did a, it did a good job, but it is so penal if you start missing fairways and then the wind starts blowing it's a nano of a shot off. You get the ball curving a little bit the wrong way with the wind, and it's going to move 40, 50, 60 yards, and he just did phenomenal. I love the fact that he was the oldest guy on the team. He was, he was kind of baffled by that. He's kind of like, he didn't want to believe it, even after they told him. You know the way he does interviews. It's always kind of like, are you paying attention, uh, DJ, or are we, are we okay here? And, uh, but, man, did he play? Did he play? And he seemed like he had a, a great time, and, the number one point getter, man. First guy since uh, Larry Nelson to get five points, and he was the oldest guy. Was he the only guy that played five matches, Jay? Yeah, for the U.S. Yeah, um, uh, I think Sergio may have. I I, I don't know, but I I got to tell you, one of the huge differences for me. Look at the new players, the new players that the U.S. rolled out here. Colin Morikawa, first time on the team. What is the one? Absolutely. How about Patrick Cantlay, first time on the team? Tony Finau, first time on the team. Cantlay went 3-0-1. Tony Finau, first time on the team. Xander Schauffele, first time on the team. Harris English, first time on the team. Daniel Berger, first time on the team. Scotty Scheffler, first time on the team. Let me tell you something that Stricker did that flew under the radar that I thought was brilliant. is a Scotty Scheffler pick. Somebody on this team had to pair up with Bryson DeChambeau. And Scotty Scheffler was picked in part because of his ability to want to play with Bryson. And and and, and you know, they they, they Well, it may have been in it may have been in part to do that, but man, he he two oh and one. And I'll tell you what, Jay, for a guy that hadn't been out there before, he just seemed cool as could be. And when he took Rom down in the singles matches, my gosh, what did he birdie? Four of the first five or five of the first Pearl, six? Or... It was like a shotgun blast hit Rom, and he could never recover from that. 
Well, how could who could I don't care how good you are. How do you recover from that? This guy comes out who's supposed to be low man on the totem pole, and he's absolutely going out and firing it. And it's not like he's chipping in and you know gunching it out of the crap. He's just absolutely knocking the flag down. Yeah, it was it was impressive. Um, Daniel Berger had a great Ryder Cup. He was two one and zero. I like that guy. Yeah, he's like he's guy. he brings a lot of athleticism and a lot of. Um, Oh, gosh, just kind of uh, let's go get this thing done sort of attitude. I, I really enjoyed watching him. Um, I'll tell you who I really – who is who has played – well, this is going to be such a dumb statement. Patrick Cantlay is ridiculously on fire right now, and his star is rising all across the golf world, John. He just put it together and – I mean, between he and Shoffley, they got paired together. They 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 put their foot on the on the gas pedal and never let go of it. And the Euros were backpedaling from the beginning. Well, the thing about Shaf, or excuse me, about Cantlay, is you know, career wise, he got off to a funky start with some crazy life things and some some injury and some stuff like that. And so he's right at the ship. I love when he talks, when they kind of say, why are you so calm or what are you doing out there? And he says he's kind of in a meditative state. And that's the way he looks. He's almost, it's almost kind of funny when he comes out and he's shaking, uh, waving hands to, to the uh, crowd in the first hole. And it's kind of like he's just in this, in this zone and just like, you know, give me the first tee, let's get going. I just thought he was a blast to watch. And then he did kind of get into it after a while. All of a sudden, <laughs> Patty, uh, Patty Ice that doesn't show any emotion he started pumping up, and I don't think I don't think you can stay out of the. Again, I've been as a low man on the totem pole for NBC. I've been inside the ropes, and when those fans start going nuts, there's no way your heart doesn't start pumping, and and, and you know you're just waiting for the Rocky music. It's so exciting. No, and I thought it was pretty cool that Tiger texted everybody and gave him some sort of inspirational text. We had Michael Jordan there. We had uh, oh man, there were there were um, a bunch of uh, stars from around. The uh, the globe uh, on both sides of of the fence, um, you know, Pearl. That's... Isn't it funny? Isn't it isn't it fun to listen to like a Michael Jordan who's kind of been through all in his in his field? They showed how animated he was when there was makes and misses and issues. How intense he was. He's like he wanted to grab Stricker and say, "Don't let him go. Let him down. Don't let him let down. You know, do him in. Go hard. Just pummel him into the ground. You know, just all the Jordan things." Don't give them an inch. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> I, I know. Awesome. I know. And uh, that's going to wrap up the back nine, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with the 19th hole. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Marcona Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize their entire local branch sales team as the best in the industry. In fact, any industry, all industries. Located in nearly 50 cities and towns across the United States, Marcona Appliance Parts branches set the standard for customer service and inventory. Our sales team have the expertise and knowledge to make your major appliance repair a snap. We stock thousands of parts locally or ship from our nationwide network of distribution centers to keep major appliances working properly using only genuine manufacturer's parts. It is our privilege to be the professionals behind the professionals that keep America's in-home major appliances running properly all year long. Well played, Marcone Branch team. Your tireless dedication and winning attitude is apparent. We salute you today for all you do. Marcone Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. 
Hey, guys, I know you've heard golf is booming, and it really is. There are more people playing golf today than ever before. And you know who else is doing great? My friends at Whitmore Country Club. I don't know if you know about their membership, but if you join at Whitmore Country Club, there's 90 holes. They give you access to the links of Dardine, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and the Missouri Bluffs. And the cart fees are included in the membership, so you're not going to get dinged for a cart fee. There's no food or beverage minimums, no assessments, no nothing. Just great golf, great places to eat. They have a large pool complex, three tennis courts. They've got a kids club you can drop your children off you and your significant other your wife can go out play a little golf you can call them at 636-926-9622 and when you go over there poke your head in the golf shop and say hi to my friend bummer he is terrific he wants to help you with your game and he'll show you around Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Do you want to have a more consistent golf swing? Hell, I know I sure do. SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. They can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I'm with my buddy Joe Sheezer from USA Mortgage. Hey, Jay, how are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. Ah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company. So over a thousand families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage three one four six two eight two zero one five, and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available, and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Uh, Pearlie's with me, and we are headed to the 19th hole that's brought to you by 
Pro-Am Golf. This is a family-owned business that's been in St. Louis, doing golf business in St. Louis for over 40 years. The DeGrands are awesome people. They have the lowest prices in club fitting, and whatever you pay for that fitting, they roll it right into the price of your uh, the, your new set of irons or wood. So give them a call, 314-647-8054. John. All right, so a couple things we got to cover. First of all, the emotional interview Roy McElroy gave was just spectacular. I just love the rawness. The uh, he he He's at the top of the heap as far as I'm concerned about human beings and, and laying it out there. He didn't play great for his standards. He had to know sense that the tide was big and the tide was, was you know, pretty much knocking the Euros under. Um, but I loved what he said. I also talk a little bit about the, the Nicholas Jacklin uh, sportsmanship awards that were given out. Well, McElroy definitely comported himself well, and the congratulations to Dustin Johnson and Sergio Garcia for winning that Nicholas uh, Jacklin Award. It's basically an award on sportsmanship. It's back when when Jack told Jacklin to pick it up, and you know they just agreed to have a draw. You know these guys are competing from their from their cores, and they're playing for their countries, their continents, etc. And it's important to them. And it, what's interesting, I think, also as a golfer, they're in a position that other than every two years, they're not in. It's not comfortable for them at all. They might not be on their game at all, but they played well enough maybe a year ago to get on the team. So they're playing in all these conditions that they're not used to day in, day out, and then the world's watching them. So when you look at all the, that type of stuff to keep them off balance, and they still handle themselves well. I thought Sergio handled himself very well throughout the whole thing. He played well and he handled himself well. And good for DJ and, and Sergio for, you know, having that kind of an attitude to to keep the quality of the Ryder Cup moving forward. You know, John, it can't go unsaid either, at least on this show, about, you mentioned it, this is a, a game changer in my mind, a huge stepping off, jumping off point for, for U.S. golf. I just... The, the the youth being served, the quality of play. People have asked me, I don't know how many times, you know, are you concerned at all about the state of the game in the post-Tiger era? Well, I mean, take a look. Tiger wasn't there. Look at what, what you know, we experienced. Great players, exciting times. You know, and part of what, what gets missed, as well as NBC does covering it, you know, in the, until you're standing, which is why everybody needs to go by and see Whistling Straits somehow, even in a tournament or go play the darn thing. Jay, what, explain, even as a great player, what it is to stand up on the 17th tee and try to hit that shot. That is such that, – that visually is every bit as hard as 17 at Pebble, the approach shot, hitting it into the second if you're trying to go for it in two on the 18th at Pebble. It's just remarkably difficult, and it is so penal if you make the, hit the wrong shot. And these guys, uh, they're flagging it. They're just hitting unbelievable shots. What's his name? Uh, How about Morikawa's shot? He almost hold it. Made well, two Kepka. at 17. Yeah, Kepka. Kepka. Yep. It's unbelievable the, the shots these guys are hitting because uh, these the shots are just – you're looking at all you can see is a pin that looks like it's hanging out over the over the water, and they're just flagging it. But I'm with you. I think as much talk as there was about, oh, you know, the Americans can't win this kind of thing, 
you really felt the turn of the tide. And I, I felt it even early on uh, in this event. And then when they kept the pedal to the metal, it was just spectacular. And here, here we are with DJ being the oldest guy, and he played all, all matches and won all matches. So talking about a young team, just spectacular. Let's get a wrap up another show. Me, thanks for hooking us up. Whatever you're doing over there, keep doing it, Pearly. Wherever you are, we'll see you next week. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Hit up straight, St. Louis.